Yeah, Danny. Did you know that this isn't a podcast? Um, I thought it was. What is what is it in reality? It's actually a jellical cast. Uh. <laughs> what is oh. a jellical cast, you no. might be asking? I was about to. What is a jellical cast? Am I teeing you up for something good? <laughs> I'm teeing myself up. You're just an innocent bystander. <laughs> Are you driving and bored or on a jog in the park? Dare you see a monkey or a dinosaur bone? Do you hate when dogs die and can no longer bark? Are you cock of the walk? Ha ha ha, I said cock. Because movies for when and movies for won't. Movies for men and movies for don't. Movies for when and movies for glue. Movies with gin, movies for you. Bum, bum, ba-dum, bum. Mongo, Greggy, and Rumble Denny recorded 29 half-decent podcasts as fart joke clowns and 9-11 comedians. Hot take makers and seamless edits. If the seltzers are gone and the headphones are tangled, their partners will say, it's that horrible cast. It was Mungo, Greggy, and Ron Baldini, and most of the time, they leave it at that. And we all say, oh, 9-11, seamless edit. Please roll credits on Magical Win for the movies. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, 9-11, seamless edit. Please roll credits on Magical Win for the movies. And so your memory I'll jog. A podcast is not a vlog. <laughs> and scene. Well done. I'd like wow. to personally thank my 1 p.m. client who canceled today for giving me the time to write that. Cheers. <laughs> You person. Oh, man. That was uh, more entertaining entertaining than the whole movie that we watched the other night, Denny. Greg, that's Denny. an insult to entertainment. <laughs> What's the movie we watched the other night, Denny? Oh, my God. For people that don't recognize those Broadway hits. We watched Phantom of the Opera. I wish. No, we watched, uh, we watched Cats. We watched Cats. Not the proud demon, of it. The demon jellicles of Fleet Street. 
I'm also not proud of the fact that we watch cats. I am proud of everybody that donated um, to Denton Friends of the Family. Yeah. Um, I'm very disappointed in you for setting up the reward for reaching such a goal. Um, but, you know, I didn't have to watch it, too. But Yeah, you did immediately text me and say, I want to watch Cats with you if you, get, if you reach your goal. So yeah, you signed was... yourself up. That's true. Yeah, it it was also like a friend extending a hand and saying, you don't have to go through this alone. And <laughs> I'll, Thank you I'll never that, do Greg. that again. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for participating in my shenanigans and suffering. And watching it with you was the only redeeming factor of watching it. And I can't imagine the psychogenic horror I would have been subjected to if I had to watch that alone with no one around to, like, norm my reactions against. <laughs> uh, your wife would have fallen asleep. Um, yes. You by yourself would have found every excuse to be like, yeah, I totally watched it. And just lie. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't have been blamed on you. My phone. I would have been on my phone the whole time. <laughs> just slowly start putting in headphones and watching other stuff on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. Um, yeah. This is normally, yeah, welcome back to the Movies for When podcast, everybody. <laughs> Five minutes in, there's your intro. Um, <laughs> I'm Greg, that's Denny. Uh, we watched Cats. The um, To summarize the plot for the 2019 film, Cats. Cats. Spoilers, Denny, cats. Denny, what's your history with, with these cats? So, it all started, Greg... It all started when I was 17 years old on the International Thespian Society State Convention trip. Thespian sounds, is a theater actor. Sounds rad. Yeah, it was. It was a really, really rad time. Until the last night. Until the <laughs> final night. When we had to watch a fucking magnet school perform Cats. And I'm sitting there hearing... I've never. I don't know anything about it other than it's like... Uh, the longest running show in the history of Broadway. I, for some reason, hadn't developed a hatred for musicals yet. I loved them, and I don't remember when I stopped. Um, <laughs> I never had a moment, but I was excited. And I'm sitting in the theater, and we kind of get this like weird little gibberish intro song. I'm like, all right, all right, you know, costumes are cool, production's pretty good. That was kind of weird. Then we start to meet a few cats who each introduce themselves with a four-minute song. And then it just keeps happening, and it slowly dawns on me that this is all there is. <laughs> that there's, there's never going to be a plot to what I'm watching. I'm just going to sit here and watch cats sing about themselves for no real reason. Um, and it ends when they run out of cats and it seems like they've got a lot in the chamber and <laughs> it started this big argument um within our theater community between people who hated cats and people who loved cats and i promised myself at 17 years old that no matter what happened as long as i lived i would never watch cats again and, and then what happened I want you to know how committed I was to this. Mm -hmm. 
my friends put it on one time and I just like and not the the stage version not the movie version and I just was like nope I made a promise to myself and I just went to their desktop computer and hung around by myself for like three fucking hours while they watched that whole thing um and then I did a fundraiser last year for Denton County Friends of the Family. Um, basically, there were three milestones that I wanted to do and wanted to have a reason to do. Um, the first was to watch the entire Raimi Spider-Man trilogy in one day. The second was to watch the entire Matrix franchise in one day. The mm-hmm. third was to start a YouTube channel analyzing movies through the lens of mental health. You can check that out on the movies for when YouTube channel. Um, and then I dangled a carrot so ridiculous that it was just a joke. I was kidding. I never thought we would actually raise a thousand dollars. And I put that I would watch cats like as a bit, if we raised a thousand dollars and then people really surprised me and, (laughs) and, uh, I had to, I had to watch cats. I had to be good for my word, and I was, and I broke a promise to my 17-year-old self for the people, for the for the people who donated to Denton County Friends of the Family, who were doing important, awesome work. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for donating now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't. It was all for a good cause. Um, no, it's incredible that people donated, but... <laughs> I literally put it as a like as a goal. It was a joke. It was, it was impossible to reach it that. It was a joke. <laughs> it's awesome that we reached it, but I never expected to. <laughs> it it's one of those things where like, man, if seventeen year old me could see me now, they would be <laughs> I feel like the two of you would understand each other so well oh, in yeah. that moment, like, oh, <laughs> Hey, younger Denny, there's a Cats movie. It's as bad as you think it is, and I had to break my promise because I did, like, a joke donation goal for charity. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, that bad, huh? Yeah, that bad. Sorry I broke the promise in the future. <laughs> do, you, do you know what 17-year-old me wouldn't understand? When I told Ooh. him the stage version was better than the movie version. <laughs> He wouldn't See, understand that that was better than anything. <laughs> yeah, I, this is... Yeah, we'll, we'll get into the movie itself. Uh, oh, my history with it, by the way. Never saw it, uh, never saw the musical, never cared about it, never learned about it. S- still don't care about it. Um, I, like everyone else in America, saw the trailer when it came out and just said, Okay this is terrifying and avoided it like the plague (laughs) until now um i knew i knew nothing about the musical and wish i kept it that way but yeah Yeah. i guess getting into the movie i did want to keep a completely open mind um if you don't use critiker it has a feature that It'll compare your scores of movies compared to other people's scores of those same movies, and if they've and finds out how closely relative you are to certain users, 
And if someone that you relate to very closely has rated a movie that you haven't seen, it'll make like an estimation based on like that and some other factors. Critiker thought that I would give Cats a 5 out of 40. So I'm going into this with an open mind, but also understanding that people that like what I like hate this thing. <laughs> uh, and generally, I think a lot of the scores that I saw were bad, regardless of how similar the people were to me. Um, I was expecting just to go in, maybe have some cheesy songs, roll my eyes, maybe some of them will be catchy, and then overall just kind of be distracted by the weird visuals that I that I knew were coming. And I feel, I it it was inexplicably worse than that. Like <laughs> I don't know I didn't t we Denny and I watched it together at my place the other night. If you saw the picture of us that was my thousand yard stare. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we left the movie playing while we took that picture. We didn't pause it for anything. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, I wanted to go in and just like, maybe I'll like something. I was allowing myself to like something. And the movie was against that. <laughs> it, it, it actively told me not to do that. Well, I mean, like, I, I told you as we were watching it that I was like, as much as I like hated the stage musical, there were like four songs that I couldn't deny were bangers. You know, like they, they yeah. were they were great songs. I was excited for those because even though it's like a corny musical, I didn't care about the plot. So I was more Thankfully. receptive. To... You will not believe what they had in store for you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, but the, those those four songs that like I would love to say I hated everything about it, but I was like, no, I I like those songs. They're fun. They fucking sucked in the movie. They fucking blew. <sighs> yeah, I remember like I think when the first one was about to come on, you're like, okay, this is a good song that I like, and you're like, wow, they kind of messed that one up, huh? All right, well maybe the next one. Okay, here it comes. And then by the third out of your four songs, you're just like, well, shit, here we go. <laughs> when they had, You were dreading your favorite parts before they happened. <laughs> I was. I was. Like, the choice to have timid, anxious, unconfident, magical Mr. Mistopheles stammer his way through his song. What the fuck was that? I don't know. That was Great a question. moment where I was at least like, at least like, hey, you know what's fun? Pulling a magical cat out of nowhere, having him deus ex machina, the only source of conflict in your play, and just like singing a silly fucking song that slaps about him. I'm not going to pretend that's not fun. I don't know mm -hmm. that it's a justification for the rest of it, but that's fucking... It, fun and then it fucking happens in this goddamn movie and holy shit oh mm-hmm um yeah it's uh i guess it happens it, it you you were telling me like you seemed a little excited a little bit more open at the beginning you're like wow they're really like opening up the plot of this there is more plot in this movie that they're trying to express than there was in the play. 
And I was like, okay. So that means it's better, right? <laughs> in the end, not the case. No. Oh, yeah. I, I appreciated them for that, but yeah. I appreciated the effort to that they put in like four scenes of really stilted and shoehorned dialogue that gave some illusion of story. <laughs> At least yeah. they tried that. Yeah, but it's like also hard to give them credit. It's just, it's just. Oh no, they don't deserve any credit. They fucked that up too. <laughs> as soon as I want to <laughs> listen, as soon as I want to say like, well, at least they did this, but it means that this happened. Like, there's, there's a storm of negative thoughts, and I, I hate just bashing on people's hard work, but you know, goodness, I have a heart. I would never, like, I don't know, if I made Cats and everyone shat on it, it would crush me. I don't take joy in, like, mocking someone's efforts, but, like, dude, it's also not like we stole their diary and read it and laughed. Yeah. Like, they put this out you... for the world <laughs> to see. Very fair. <laughs> they spent $99 million making this a public fiasco. Fiasco is a great word, man. Uh, <laughs> that's just a stray thought. Speaking of strays, these oh. cats. Um, Good segue into nothing. I don't have anything. That's uh, okay, that's very on theme with the episode. It. I was when we watched Pig together. I think that's the only other movie that we watched. Well, we've done it a few times. I should say actually. Um, one of the movies where we watched together and we were trying not to tell each other our thoughts about it or like share feelings until the podcast. But f I think someone on your Facebook commented that like they wanted to jump ship or like I forget how they said it, but like it just sucks from the absolute get go. Like the yeah. opening minute of the movie, you're like, oh, this fucking sucks. And that feeling just never leaves. I just. It was this feeling like, oh, this is going to be the whole thing. It, I was just like, the the thought of the time that was ahead of me was daunting. The <laughs> I knew it was just going to be an endurance test, and it really was. Like yeah. we we the opening shot is I think it's the moon, and then we go down um from like the sky into the city shot and there's like a cat face that like flashes in the clouds and i was just like okay tone set we throw yeah. a cat signal up into the clouds and i was like oh fuck here we go <laughs> I, I mean that it, was problem one it was one of those things where like <clears throat> we feel like we've been watching it forever the movie's an hour and 50 minutes long um We've already been through, like, ten different cat song and dance routines. And we, we we paused it to see how far we were. And me, you, and Leah all just groaned when we saw that we were only 30 minutes into the movie. We were just like, no! <laughs> oh, my God! I was really hoping for, like, maybe the end credits are, like, 20 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wish. Oh. Um, Dude... Say more, say more. Well, something I will say about, like, the first 
20-ish minutes, um, is that they had at least an intriguing, even mesmerizing car crash element to them. Like, just, like, so much what the fuck am I looking at right now was happening in the first 20 minutes or so. And so it was at least, like, unintentional comedy or just, like, the theater of the bizarre, but not in a way that they really did on purpose. Like, what they were trying to do wasn't landing. Um, mm -hmm. And then they even stopped doing atrociously creative things, like having um, Rebel Wilson sing into a cat penis tail and then have a human cockroach with a human face and head get eaten by a cat with a human face and head at least that was like something to react to <laughs> yeah that, it, it, that felt like breaking the pace of just the dreadful everything we were watching even though i don't think that was good or cool at least it was something different yeah it was variety and well, it's something that's like disappearing in this Sharknado era of of bad movies where they they make a bad movie on purpose and you're supposed to see it cuz it's so bad but really it's just soulless. It's yeah. it's rare that we still get something that is just atrocious and earnest. Like Cats was not trying to be the next the room um they were yeah they were trying to make a lot of money and trying to do a good job and so there was something kind of special about that that you're like hey we really don't get a lot of this anymore like the the algorithm is so mechanistic at this point in what movies hollywood will make mm -hmm. that it like they make boring movies all the time but they don't just make absolute mind-boggling dog shit that confuses you to look at yeah well from a financial standpoint it makes a lot of sense that you get the the guy that raked in like five oscars for one movie who's made a musical before to do another musical and just let him make his art for the long like you were saying the longest running uh, play on Broadway. Yeah. Let him do it his way, his vision, etc. He's done good work for us in the past. This will at least make a good buck. Yeah. Oh, but uh, then that trailer came out, buddy. Oh boy. <laughs> Just like we we've talked about the feel of the movie, the pace of the movie, like the the songs the plot or lack thereof the visuals in this thing are just terrifying <laughs> no it was deeply upsetting like I, I i was texting vanessa and being like i'm not being hyperbolic i'm not using comedic overkill i'm genuinely disturbed by what i'm looking at in this movie <laughs> Ooh, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I was too. Um, it, it, though I, I think I saw a clip on how they did it. I think they just like had uh, performers just in like 
kind of loose-ish fitting clothing. They're not wearing blue suits or anything like that to CGI over. They're just like humans on a set, and then they added fur on later. More on that later. Um, that they just added fur onto people. But I was telling you, like, one of the main cats that we see from the beginning, like, they made his lips more red, and then his... The, oh, it's just... Like, a lot of the cats seem like they have, like, enlarged mouths, and they're just, like, slightly altered. They're altered enough. Oh, they're just... They don't fully cross any bridge. They don't stay on one side. They're just on the bridge of being humans made to look like cats, but they don't fully get there. <laughs> and it's it's just unsettling. Yeah. It's, uh... And then, like, the scale of them and their environment, first of all, keeps changing. Second of all, <laughs> was just... Something was off about, like seeing a fully grown human interact with like a giant chair that wasn't cgi you know like or like a goblet on a table that's like as tall as their chest it was mm -hmm. just it was yeah, I... fucking weird man like peewee's playhouse is less bizarre than this shit yeah and like you're saying they the scale constantly changes like in some scenes these cats feel like they're four feet tall and then they're on a railroad track and they seem like they're four inches tall. Yeah. It's super weird. Like, are they tiny? Are they, like, massive for cats? Like, it's super strange. It was Which... like being in a fucking funhouse on acid that was run by a lonely old woman with a hundred cats. <sighs> and not in a good way. Uh... <laughs> Man... We, I, I have so many things to say about it, but it's, it's hard. It's just hard to like recollect it. The, the mood. What I was describing to Denny is like, I feel like if you asked me what happened for the last half hour, I couldn't tell you what happened. It's a blur. It's a blur that just goes by. And also, but it nothing also... happened. <laughs> Well, yeah, true. But, like, there were songs, and I couldn't, like, hum a bar of any of them at, like, a certain point. Like, an hour in, it simultaneously felt like I had been watching the movie for over two hours, but also, like, nothing had happened. Like, it was this weird time vortex. I'm <laughs> just like, I know I was here, and I know I hated it, but I can't remember anything that was going on. Yeah, I mean nothing happened is why greg like there's there's a very yeah. simple explanation for this phenomenon is that there is nothing happening in this movie this was the ocean's eight of movies man <laughs> like i know i watched something and i was paying attention but i couldn't tell you what it was oh, God. Um, um there was a lot of uh paul blart-esque humor of fat people falling down and being fat and that's the joke well, well, what if he fell down because he wanted some food? Ooh, and then he got hit in his wiener. Yep, <laughs> he fell on wiener. Went, went boom, etc. There was a... Yeah, the, um, regrettably this movie made me say, is James Corden the best part of this film? Uh, <laughs> and I genuinely felt that. 
I think it's because he's the only one with a real British accent because fake British accents are a huge pet peeve of mine. Can't stand it. They're not huge pet peeves of mine, and even I was like, Jesus, guys. Come on. Lindsay Lohan did this when she was like nine. (laughs) And it was fine. It was more than fine. It was fantastic. The Lohan Parent Trap is is a quality film. Yeah. It is. We should have watched that. Yeah, we should have. And so we got to see uh, Taylor Swift fake a British accent and dump drugs all over the other cats. And was like, I already thought this was a drug trip. Well, and then they didn't even, like, drug trip. They all just kind of wandered around. I thought we were about to see some, like, cool-ass psychedelic shit. And nope, they all were just like, oh, I'm disoriented. We're a little more skittish now. Whatever. Um, yeah, uh, just, man. Like, I want to go back to, like, <laughs> the, uh, we should have taken notes, man. This no, is hard, but I'm it's hard glad, to, it's, I'm glad that neither of us took notes. What notes would you have taken? Just to, like, collect my thoughts more than anything. <laughs> because I feel like, Every single time, because Idris Elba's in this, he's like the bad guy cat. And every time he showed up, I'm like, oh yeah, this movie has a villain. Which isn't, <laughs> McCavity, <laughs> it's not what I would call strong McCavity. writing. Yeah, this movie has a villain. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a villain here. Um, yeah, not a good thing. To have in there. It's just, and then you got um, Jennifer Hudson, whose sole purpose is to cry while doing vibrato was what i told you she sings the same song three times and then the third time she does it louder with more tears and all the other cats are like oh we feel for her now we were very mean to her the first two times she sang that song yeah it's isabella and fuck her song i don't i guess that was her name you weren't there, Greg. It was 2007, the Great Theater War. Mm. I know too much about cats because I had to debate it with cat stands way too much. Oh boy! Remind me to never interact with cat stands. Um. One time, when when I truly felt the war ended, was when one of my friends <laughs> broke down because he was so tired of us heckling him about it not having a plot, and he just broke down and goes. Sometimes people don't want some dynamic plot. Sometimes they just want cats. And I was like, (laughs) if that is your stance, then I have no argument for it. If you just wanted cats with no plot, you have received it in abundance. (laughs) If that's all you cared about, that there was not a plot and that there were cats, I'm not going to argue with you. But yeah, if, well, if you want to say it's anything more than that, you're going to open yourself up to a world of objective criticism. There we go. <laughs> That's an okay stance for um, enjoying the musical. Nah. But the movie teases you with a plot. <laughs> so it's like, oh, there is kind of a plot, and they dangle it in front of you like a, a little ball of yarn or something. Yeah. And then... Oh my god! Just fail to address that afterwards. 
Man. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. Poor Ian McKellen. Dude. He committed. He showed up. Everyone was committed. They all gave it 110%. Ian McKellen gave it 130%. Yeah, I don't and know that... he shouldn't have. <laughs> it was a Fright 90 member, Sam Swinson, said this on Facebook today. He was like, Ian McKellen was in a different movie. It seemed like he like went and lived with cats for six months and mimicked their behaviors. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's the... That's the thing. That just made him stand out more. Yeah. Which, oh my god. It makes the whole thing feel more disjointed. Yeah. Are these humans acting as cats? But then you've got an actor that's an actual, like, actual legit pro at emulating something like this. And he's the only one, so he stands out. But all the, oh man. It's just like everything stands out for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Even somebody doing a good job just highlights how shitty everything else is yeah yeah and it was also him doing a good job with incredibly stupid material so like even yeah. that felt weird <laughs> I hate this movie so fucking much i think it was i think we got to about five times where i leaned over to you said and said i fucking hate this movie <laughs> Like, some things that there's just, like, no excuse for is how many notes were flat. Like, I'm I'm fairly tone-deaf and a horrible singer, as many of you may know from this podcast, specifically our intro today. Um, I'm usually not one to <laughs> criticize anyone's uh, singing, but, like, dude, in this auto-tuned era where we have, like, computer programs that make it impossible for you to hit a flat note, they're constantly flat like throughout it's not like once it's like every song people are just an octave down or like went for something they didn't get like it's it's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking trash man the second hand embarrassment was real and it's <sighs> i'll partially blame the musical thing of like singing a song and then like halfway through your lines like some of them are a little bit more spoken and not exactly like sung it's something i can't stand sing or don't uh <laughs> and yeah and then add that to some bad singing performances yeah i just the cringe i hate i i don't well, i don't hate like i i don't like using the word cringe very much but i was just like wincing yeah, a it's, few moments like, ooh, not quite, buddy. Not cr quite. Cringe is overused, but that doesn't mm -hmm. mean it's not a thing. Like, it's yeah, exactly. the perfect word to describe what cringing is. You know? <laughs> like... Yeah. My stomach was tight, and I was, like, hunching over, and my face was just, like, soured. I was Ugh. cringing. Ugh. We haven't even uh, touched on the cgi shortcomings the cgi shortcomings i said they would be coming later um the second you read a text from vanessa what did she say she said have you seen any human hands and i was like is that a thing and she was like yeah apparently it was so rushed that sometimes their hands are just their regular human hands and we immediately saw like 10 
Like, yep. they were, like, all over yep. the place. You looked up from your phone after reading that text, and it's like, there. There's the hands. Yep. It was the uh, DiCaprio meme, just, like, pointing at the screen, like, <laughs> there's the hands. And then, I swear not five minutes later, Taylor Swift is dancing and singing next to somebody that their entire body was neglected for CGI. There was no fur on an entire performer that was standing next to Taylor Swift. Yeah. And there were like six other cats in the shot that were animated. And they're like, they're just like wearing like a flesh tone colored like turtleneck and tights. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, it's that's, like, <laughs> that's what they wear. That's what all the performers are wearing. Yeah. It was unbelievable, man. It was unfucking believable. Oh, man. And so, like, I may not have noticed the hand thing if Vanessa didn't point it out in a lot of the shots. But -hmm. then there's one where, like, it's a close-up on Jennifer Hudson and her hand is in the light. Like, it's like a third of the frame. Yep. It's just they didn't do anything to it. They're they're up. Just Jennifer Hudson's hand, man. Like, that's all it was. Her hands are up next to her face and she's, like, leaning against a statue. You're just like, oh, she got her nails done for this movie. (laughs) (laughs) They look nice because those were just her hands. Good nails. That was a good looking hand. There's nothing wrong with it. It was just supposed to be a cat hand, not a human hand. (laughs) It was just the wrong hand. Oh, (sighs) man. Dude. Lots of shortcomings. How about Judy Dench looking. Like the oh, cowardly boy. lion in what you popped me with when you said it. I, I forget what I say. Oh, I've thought about what it I five say. times today. That that why I oughta looking motherfucker. Why I oughta looking ass, yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> wearing this huge yellow fur coat, which seems in poor taste for a cat to be wearing a fur coat. Speaking of wearing fur coats, Rebel Wilson, like, unzips her skin what the fuck was that shit to reveal wearing like she's wearing like a dress under her skin with more skin under the dress like is this some fucking hair skin russian doll or whatever i it was so weird and it was like an important plot point later uh (laughs) that's how she escaped (sighs) it was the weirdest thing it's just i don't under whatever Sometimes they wear clothes that the the train cat wears overalls. Uh, whatever. He's the only one covering genitals. I fucking hate that train cat. I fucking hate all these. I I hate all these cats. I don't like any of these cats. Get him out of here. There was something like slightly endearing about Rebel Wilson's performance as Jenny Any Dots. Uh, if I knew the character, maybe, but she's just there to deliver the obvious jokes like cat got your tongue yeah, those look what the cat dragged in fucking horrible lines <laughs> like oh they have to say that i i thought she seemed like she was at least having fun with it and it made me wish i was <laughs> i was I, jealous I, of her in that moment i can't say the same for mr mistopheles depressed ass <laughs> Dude, I was, I was looking at, like, I, I told you, I was looking at the performers that weren't, like, notable actors or main characters. So I was just, like, looking at the people on the sides, just being like, man, they think this is their moment, huh? 
This is their break. Oh. And they're Man. just doing these over... Overemphasized, just like exaggerated facial performances that just makes everything worse. Everything's the worst. Yeah, thankfully, the vast majority of these actors were too big to fail because you know that, like, the fucking studio would blame the actor for it failing and not that it was shit. Yeah. They had this, this is like A, A list celebrities left and right on this thing. Like Idris Elba being a completely forgettable character, it's not his fault that that that's the case. Ian McKellen, Judy Dench, Jennifer Hudson, just like del performing their hearts out, and then it's just everything's just flat. Not just the songs, like you were saying, like everything just feels flat. I, it's a, just a bizarre experience, and then the end. Do you want to get to the end of the movie? Like, this is just kind of... I've been thought. wanting to get to the end of the movie since 7 p.m. last night. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. In, in the very end of the movie, they send off Jennifer Hudson's cat to heaven or whatever in a hot air balloon. Whatever. She's ascended. Witness her. Uh, and then... <laughs> and Morton Judy Dench looks in the camera and does kind of like a half-sung, half-spoken... Uh, just kind of exposition like well you've stayed for our story now you've learned what it's like to be a cat but it goes on and on and on and on and on she's just talking to the camera there's three other cats that are in the frame just constantly like moving around and licking their lips and being weird as hell <laughs> <laughs> And I hated it. It's like super uncomfortable. And then she just keeps, it just keeps going. And then it leads into another song. And like the emotional pinnacle of our grand finale is cats are not dogs. <laughs> if I just could sum I, it all up for you guys, my main thesis is. <laughs> my eyes were rolling. Like I, I could see my nasal cavities. Like they had rolled all the way. <laughs> flipped over oh my god i had to knock them loose just to see the see the end credits mm. what a shit show greg what a shit show want to make up some gimmicks and call it a call it a cat uh <laughs> shut up release the butthole cut Hashtag uh, <laughs> release the butthole cut it would have made the movie better it would have made it better just saying I don't know how many times we said this movie would be a lot better if these cats started having sex with each other. <laughs> I mean, it really would have. Multiple times. <laughs> it really would have. Uh, Denny, this... Uh, I'll let you have closing thoughts. This was your undertaking. This was your assignment? Self-assignment? Whatever. This was your punishment. Go ahead. I think we all learned a valuable lesson about why you shouldn't give to charity. There you go, folks. <laughs> Just kidding. Thank you all for donating. Um, you know what? I'm glad we watched the fucking movie. I don't know why, but I'm just glad. Glad to have had that experience with you, Greg, because now we're trauma bonded. 
<laughs> That's something he said the other night. <laughs> Bonding through our tr- shared traumas that we're putting ourselves through. It's a beautiful thing. Oh yeah. Hashtag for the content. Um, Greg, what's your what's your favorite line? Shut up! I don't have one. Um, <laughs> it's probably the third time I said I fucking hate this movie. Um, <laughs> Mine was, "Are you cock of the walk?" Yours is yep, your that own was line. it. Yep. That was it. You put it in your song, and I really liked that. <laughs> Thanks. For uh, for gimmick of the week, um, which cat would you have most liked to see a butthole on? Oh, um, Ian McKellen, just to see if <laughs> what they would do to make that happen. Because he's wearing a coat. How do they show Ian McKellen's butthole? It would have been a crusty old hemorrhoid-ridden <laughs> butthole full of cat dingleberries and worms. Anyways, Denny's, what's your... <laughs> what say you? Um, I'm going to go with the cat that they forgot to CGI cat fur onto. Because it would be really funny Oof. to me if they didn't do the rest of the cat, but remembered to do the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, at least it shows a sense of priorities. <laughs> Just want to look like a doorknob on the back of a person. We don't <laughs> want people thinking that? this cat can't poop, Okay. Maybe it's one of those, like, furless cats. We, we need I said them... we'll add it later. I don't want them to have questions about how the cat poops, and I don't want to have to write a song about them being the only butthole cat. We can't give them the only cat with no butthole. We can't give them any unique traits, or they have to dedicate five minutes to it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wondering how I poop. Oh. <sighs> Oh man! What's, uh, what's your critic score, Greg? Uh, funny enough, we keep we keep a spreadsheet of uh, the episodes and the movies we do, just to kind of keep track of things and like keep tabs on future ideas. In our shared spreadsheet, I put the movie down and then I put our scores in there. Normally, I leave it blank, but this time, as a filler, I just felt like giving both of our scores as a one. <laughs> on our pers- on our respective scales just as a joke placeholder um the prophecies came true i gave this a one out of 40 i also gave it a one out of 40 without knowing uh or a one out of 50 yeah. without knowing uh greg's prophecy and for the record i've given a zero but i've never given a one before um, I gave zero to something that just, like, the format was so fucky that it wasn't even a movie. Um, so it didn't count as a movie, essentially. Uh, yeah. The lowest score I'd done other than that was four. So I wonder what two and three are going to be. What's one point <laughs> better than Cats? <laughs> we'll find out on this podcast. Dude, um, my last note on this. This is my 1,000th film rating on Critiker. Number 1,000, Cats. Congratulations, Greg. Bringing home the one. Congratulations. Thanks, Cats. And we all say, Oh, well, I never was there ever. Award so clever as the first annual Granny's Bum 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 Bum. That's the fanfare we need, baby. Bum Bum Bum. bum. <sighs> Shall we, Greg?
We shall. Ah, the day is upon us. The time has come. The year is over. We've done a calendar... Well, we've finished a calendar year of podcasting. We started about halfway through the year. <laughs> um, don't give us too much credit just yet. That's a lot of movies, Denny. It's a lot of movies. I should have counted how many. Oops. Whoopsies. <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, thank you to everybody that participated in voting for the Grannies. Uh, the Grannies are our end-of-the-year awards for the movies themselves, the podcast that we made, just the fun we had, just to kind of look back and commemor commemorate all the movies and the good times we had, and bad times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, I had a lot of good times talking about bad movies with you, Greg. That's right. I had a lot of good times watching bad movies with you yeah <laughs> including one uh man i mean cats is just so fucking bad dude it's so cats, shitty cats is going to count towards next year's award okay. i didn't put it on this year's ballot because i think this would have been the resounding worst movie we even had ideas for how to fix frozen like <laughs> we could do this <laughs> the fix for cats was to just not make it yeah it didn't it did it did not need to get made yes it was unnecessary all right um where were we positivity fun yeah. fanfare um, grannies greg i actually wanted to give out a surprise award Ooh, do tell well it's the grinny award for best podcast of 2021 and it goes to <laughs> movies for when oh my god greg can you believe oh. it oh we are now an award-winning podcast. We've we can won say an that award? we're an award-winning podcast for the rest of our lives. Um, on the air right now, I'm going to our RSS page, and I am updating. <laughs> with, uh, everyone always says, yes, movies, but for when Denny and Greg are here to tell you our are here to tell you when with their award-winning <laughs> podcast. Oh. And save. That changes live. You can look at it now. <laughs> so proud of us. I'm so proud of us. I didn't think we'd win it. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I almost better gave luck it to next we're year. Watching. We're... Oh, I was shit. about to say better luck next year. <laughs> Much love to our sister podcast, We're Watching. Yeah, Joe Rogan's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Snub of the year. Snub of the year. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, man. Um, you and I came up with these categories. Uh, I, I gave a Google form out to the people, the audience, with a list of all the movies we did, the list of episodes we made, we're going to go through these categories one by one and go through all of your responses. You guys were awesome and hilarious. A lot of diverse opinions. I like seeing, like, I think this person did this based on what they picked here, here, and here, and the way they said things. Like, it, it's, it, it was super fun reading through all these. And uh, Denny hasn't seen these. I haven't. This is all surprise to me. I've, I've been chuckling about them this whole time <laughs> as they were coming in so thank you guys once again um 
We'll do more stuff like this in the future, not just Grinnies. Tune in. 2023 will <laughs> we'll be better than 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have an Instagram by 2023. And a sponsor. Don't count on it. <laughs> hmm. Our first category. Horniest movie. <laughs> Horniest movie, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the nominees are all the movies we watch. It's open to your opinion, guys. It's look at the list. Here's your responses. Um, I'll just go through bottom to top. Uh, some of these categories are going to have ties. This one does have a tie. I'll start with the ones that only had maybe a single response. Cool. Um, at the bottom of the list, my response, because I also voted in this, Night Screams. <laughs> Horniest, but also the one with the most blue balls. Yeah, I was going to say, like, a lot of, <laughs> lot of repressed horniness in Night Screams. Uh, up next, 16 Candles. That was a horny movie. That was a horny movie. Good job, whoever picked that. Uh, Dunstan checks in. Oh, now that was surprisingly horny, actually. That was a good sleeper pick. Whoever whoever put that in, I'd be willing. You're a step ahead. I'd be willing yeah, you're to a step bet ahead it was of us. Vanessa. Uh, <laughs> she had a lot to say about that fucking movie. Um, up next, uh, a pick that as soon as I saw was very excited. Uh, Back to the Future. Was that your pick? No. Oh, okay. Marty's not Back that to the horny future. for his mom. His mom is horny for him, though. That's true. Give this person some credit. This is a good pick. <laughs> um, up next, I think this was Will Reno. Silence of the Lambs. God damn it, Will. Very funny. God damn it. Um, and now we have a two-way tie. Um, it'll come down to executive decision after some deliberation between Denny and I. It is between Wet Hot American Summer Ooh. and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I don't think either of those is all that horny. Wet Hot American Summer, though. It's in the name, man. <sighs> it's, it's hornier than Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's It's not like... It's not like Forgetting Sarah Marshall... Like, they... They have, like, a lot of rebound sex in it, you know? I don't know. Aldous Snow's pretty horny. Uh, 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 Jack McBrayer's wife in that movie is pretty horny. <laughs> Jason Siegel's not particularly horny. Every character in that movie is having sex. Just about. Okay. Make Maybe it, it is a pretty horny movie. Make a case for Wet Hot. Uh, the name of the movie. Hmm. Um, it's about all these camp kids wanting to bang on the last, <laughs> the last day of camp. That is true. That is the premise for like There's six <laughs> of the plots. Yeah, there's like three pot, plot lines are about people trying to have sex. Okay, I'm I'm coming around to it. Um, I guess the way I thought of it was like, what's the most like egregiously horny movie? You know, I yeah. was thinking something like Clue, where it's like, why are they constantly trying to fuck each other in this board game movie? Um, but I I always I, my my thought process was why was this director showing using clue again as another example why are all the women's dresses so low cut and why are they all running upstairs all the time <laughs> yeah so i guess my my mind went to like what's the most 
inappropriately horny movie and i guess i think Mm. wet hot and sarah marshall are appropriately horny for their subject matter um but that technically wasn't clarified it was just who's the horniest appropriate or not um (laughs) i think i'm gonna give it to wet hot i agree wow uh the the second granny award ever goes to uh wet hot american summer yay for horniest movie michael showalter your uh, your granny's in the mail that's right <laughs> it's a piece of paper with a sticker on it are we keeping track of who wins these um that's what recording a podcast is for okay all right next category <laughs> i'll start keeping track <laughs> um worst character worst character this one is tough because everybody said something different (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go through these a little quickly just because we're only on the second one um polly from the movie rocky oh great pick awful yeah didn't need to be in the movie at all threw a turkey on the alley guy sucked uh ferris bueller interesting pick hot take and fair and fair uh his sister would agree with you uh spencer breslin from the kid thank you vanessa (laughs) Uh, somebody said pirates of the caribbean (laughs) all of them did we even do Uh, that oh we did do pirates of the caribbean we did we did yeah uh unfortunately we did not do scream three so courtney cox's bangs are disqualified Uh, just like they should have been disqualified from that movie was that uh someone tried to what i'm guessing that was joseph (laughs) possibly so yeah I, i i thought it was him uh someone tried to double dip and say howard and myron from jingle all the way oh come on executive decision is a no for you um bruce willis in the kid adult version he was insufferable we got we got both of them he was insufferable um i think this one was will reno also i've never enjoyed ash from the living dead junk it's evil dead and we also didn't do the ash ones (laughs) come on will come on And, and then the what i would call the hottest contender to bruce willis and the kid john cusack as rob gordon in high fidelity i think that was my vote i yeah mine was bruce willis is this are we we bringing it down to both of our picks that seems kind of i i would throw i don't know but we're right we saw the movies polly's also up there polly from rocky he was fucking awful yeah but he wasn't a main character i think that's what makes this worst worst character he's awful he's trying to pimp out his sister what a fucking creep but he doesn't ruin the movie quite like a main character being shitty ruins a movie yeah um i'm going to lean more towards john cusack in high fidelity i am too and here's my here's here's my tiebreaker um okay bruce willis's character and the kid never laughed at someone for getting raped yeah okay <laughs> i wasn't like wait didn't he no i wasn't trying to think <laughs> there was no rape in disney's the kid <laughs> that's 
right. Um, yeah. Uh, congratulations, Don Cusack. Yay! You, you were the worst character. Fuck you for making that shitty fucking movie, you fucking man-child. It's a bad character. All right. Next category. Let's do something a little more fun and positive. This one has a clear winner. Best practical effect. Ooh. Uh, starting from the bottom. Now, now we're, we're here. here. Hey! Ayo! Uh, first Matrix. What? The whole uh, movie? Yeah, it was a lot of CGI. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, the Thing. All of it. <laughs> uh, somebody's... A little uh, yeah, more fair than the Matrix, honestly. One that I didn't consider, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, shit. I guess Muppets are technically practical effects, aren't they? Oh, yeah. And you see Kermit with no hand. He's just skating. Yeah. It's great. That's a that's a solid pick. And all the rats uh, cleaning up the shop. Yeah. Their assets are frozen. Yeah. Uh, Friend of the show, Will Reno, told me he was upset that we didn't mention that scene because it's his favorite scene. The rats cleaning up? Yeah. We had a lot of positives to get to there. Yeah. And it was Christmas. Come on. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um... <clears throat> what practical effects yeah i think that was more cgi that was specifically chosen for the cgi because it didn't involve animal cruelty very true <laughs> did people um, understand this category <laughs> i'm starting to get worried um uh, we have two from return of the living dead yeah i believe yours is tar man yes it is fabulous pick and somebody said the dead dog from return of the living dead that was fucked up. That was very fucked up. But it really set the tone for what you were in for. Um, yeah, we have a clear winner, though. So I said it at the bottom by mistake. The thing, all of it, was one response. And then two more responses were just the thing. And then a fourth response was the thing eating the hands during the autopsy. Oh. So... Four people said the thing, and I'm going to give it to that autopsy scene. Yep. The, the whole start to finish, not just the munching the hands, but when he becomes like a spider up on the ceiling, and then the head like pulls him away. I think we even said in our review that that was our favorite practical effect. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. Makes yeah. me fucking jump. <clears throat> Ugh, it's unsettling all these That's years later. That's a fair later. win. A very fair win. Very fair win. Yay. The thing wins, everybody. Yay. Your granny's in the mail, Mr. Carpenter. <laughs> All right, are we ready for our next category? Yeah, we are, Greg. The people want it. Worst decision. <laughs> Worst decision. Uh, uh, watching this, cats. This was... No, that's for next year's granny. Uh, <laughs> uh, this was kind of a more open, open-ended uh, topic. You can kind of put what you want here. Uh, Movie-specific, character-specific, or broader than that. Uh, somebody said, The Country Bears, as the worst decision. That was my decision. I take that personally. <laughs> I take it personally in a good way. Thank you for saying that, whoever said it. Uh, starting a podcast. Jesus. Fuck Very you. <laughs> I love it. Fuck off, losers. <laughs> was that uh, Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to rig the grannies. 
Oh, man. Just tried to slip one in there, old Joe. Uh, when Rocky raped Adrian. That's my vote. That's a good one. Um, me watching Art of Self-Defense was the worst decision. <laughs> Sorry. Um, not researching what a monkey is. Joseph. <laughs> no, that was me. <laughs> uh, teaching robots to feel in the Animatrix. And then our last one, not letting Bray beat Randy at WrestleMania 33. Fuck sorry, not a yes. Sorry, not a proper choice, but this really is the worst decision. Fuck yes, whoever voted for that. You you win the award for best vote. <laughs> oh, surprise, <laughs> surprise category. Your grinnies in up. the mail. I got I got to mold more trophies. <laughs> Any of those you feel like, I, oh man, any of those you feel like are standout winners for worst decision? Um, I'm gonna stick with my vote of Rocky raping Adrian. Um, I guess this this was another unclear category, I suppose. Um, mm -hmm. I meant for it to be like worst creative decision in a movie that we watched. That's that's what I and that wasn't clearly explained, so that's that's on me. Um. I liked it being open-ended, so I like whoever said the country bears. Because <laughs> that was a terrible decision. And was full of terrible creative decisions. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm, I'm changing my vote to the country bears. The country bears wins worst decision. <laughs> Yay! This isn't over. Bears! Grannies! <laughs> Christopher Walken, you can come accept your granny next week on the pod. This is just great. You can. You don't have to keep it in your ass for all those years. Um, <laughs> but you can, and that's because we respect your choices. Best So Bad It's Good movie. The movie that is so bad it's good. We did a few of those. What's the Not best many. one? Well, some people tend to disagree. Somebody said Clue. No, boo, whoever voted for that. Oh, you're about to get extra mad. Somebody said Heavyweights. How about you go get fucked? Sack of shit. It wasn't me. Um, the Country Bears. Nah, it's just bad. No, it's also kind of good. Was that you, Greg? Did you vote for that? That wasn't me. Wow. No, uh, this next one was mine. Friday the 13th, Part 5. That was also mine. Uh, wait, was it? I think Actually, so. What did I say? I guess I did the Country Bears. What the hell? What did I say then? <laughs> I forget what I said then. I know I said Friday the 13th, Part 5 for this one. Because that's a great pick. Yeah. Uh, somebody said, just gonna go with Frozen here. Mm, that wasn't fun. The, talking about it was talking about it was but fun. watching it was really fucking boring <laughs> uh, but oh, reminiscing about it but our winner here today with um multiple votes is independence day what that's right what dude i love independence day i feel like it's a valid thing to say it's a so bad it's good kind of movie 
where it's just you know you could argue the 90s cheesiness is just like laughable but at the same time i think it's legit fun blockbuster no it's it's campy as fuck but mm-hmm. it's not like an ironic watch like it's a fun action movie mhm what are, i agree what are people but the people you know what this the is the people have spoken this isn't the academy this isn't the academy that people get to vote unless it's a tie then it is the academy this is the people's choice <sighs> that's not sitting right with me but let's move on independence day so bad it's good you sure I'm about just... that you sure about that that's right um i should have said friday the 13th part five because that's definitely the winner all right snubbed robbed highway robbed. fucking robbery at the grinnies just wait till the next friday the 13th <laughs> there's gonna be some winners in there our first absolute bullshit award goes to independence day uh this is the first or this is the only multiple choice uh category best audience selection best audience selection uh there were only a few options because the audience only selected so many movies um in last place i voted for brink exclamation mark brink oh sorry brink um next up we had a vote for night of the living dead that might have been me probably was uh somebody also gave some love to sing street which i appreciate uh for a while, there was a tie between these last two, but uh, with some last-minute responses, the tie was broken. Runner-up is Jingle All the Way. Fair. That was a very good one from you guys. Good pick and, from the uh, but the winner is Jurassic Park. Hell yeah! That's a layup. Hell yeah! That's a layup. Yeah. That's a layup. Swish, baby. Uh, Jurassic Park wins best audience selection. Good way to go. Yet audience. another word. Way to go, audience. We hope we cured your case of the gold blooms. That's right. Hey, two gold bloom movies in a row winning Grenny's. God, Damn. he's gonna be just ecstatic. He's gonna be so pumped. He might come back wait on the t- show. Wait till we tell him. That. <laughs> um, this one didn't have a lot of responses. I, I left the option open for some of these. You could just leave them blank if you couldn't think of anything. Mm-hmm. Um. Best ape or monkey? <laughs> parentheses. In parentheses, or monkey. Um, starting from the bottom, someone said Caesar from uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes with an exclamation mark. Uh, somebody said Harambe. Mm. Not featured, unfortunately. But in our hearts. But in our hearts. And if you're complaining about a dead meme right now, you should be complaining about a dead gorilla. What the fuck is wrong with you? Is this dress black and blue or white and gold? Stop. <laughs> um, up next, we have Sam as Dunstan. I do appreciate somebody using the name of the uh, primate involved. It was me. Orangutan? I, I yeah, looked up his orangutan. name. Thank you. <laughs> um, somebody... Uh, cheekily said ed sean of the dead oh that's kind of funny that's pretty funny um we did have someone else say rise of the planet of the apes so caesar now has two votes and the last one is clyde from every which way but loose fuck you he's the only good part of that movie but here's the thing 
Ed in Shaun of the Dead is impersonating Clyde from Every Which Way But Loose. Don't you dare. So that's two Don't votes. Don't you fucking dare. Every Which Way But Loose. This is no. a fucking sham. Okay, I was going to be I was going to get legit mad. <laughs> I'll I'll count that as a half vote. Um but Caesar from Rise of the Planet of the Apes. He's not even an ape. He's, he's a he's a he doesn't exist. He's Andy Circus, man. He he doesn't exist. It's Dunstan sure by a fucking country mile. It's not Dunstan. No, Andy Circus. Andy Circus is a CGI program that was invented for Lord of the Rings. <sighs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's also got to help uh, Tesla out with some experience so who, uh, experiments. So who won? I don't know, man. Who had the most votes? You you seem like you want to disqualify Caesar. Yeah, it's not an ape. Are you disqualifying Caesar on grounds of not really being an ape or monkey? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry for whoever voted for Caesar. This is outside of my control, even though it is very much in my control. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm open to discussion about it if you really think we should do it, but... Well, that means our winner is Clyde from Every Which Way But Loose. Congratulations. No, 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 no. He has Whoa. one vote. He has one and a half votes. Ed from Shaun of the Dead was impersonating him. Without Clyde, there is no Ed. We have another monkey gate on our hands. It's happening before another... our eyes. This episode is causing so much controversy. Who, who did you vote for, Greg? Uh, Clyde. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why? Because he's a fun monkey. He's just hugging on Clint Eastwood. It seemed like they were having a great time. Plus, he's the only monkey... Sorry. Ape... That fucks. Dunstan fucks. No. Dunstan, Clyde has a conjugal visit in a zoo. Dunstan massaged a woman to climax. Yeah, but did he get his? Um, you know what? That's not the kind of guy Dunstan is. Sometimes it's very gratifying just to please someone else. Yeah, sometimes he's just checking in. And Dunstan's also uh, saving himself for marriage. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't check in until he has the honeymoon suite, if you know what I mean. Oh my god! Well, fuck it. Dunstan wins. I just want to be done with this category. Wait, really? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to do an injustice. Well, it just Clyde's so cool, man. Clyde does smoke and drink beer. Let's give. He it... smokes. He drinks beer. He has sex. Okay. Okay. He's so rad. Okay, Dunstan's radder, but. Fine. Dunstan's fine. Dunstan Clyde's... was the most trained performer in any of the movies we watched. Not just the monkey ones. <laughs> Should have put him in cats. Alright, um... Fine, Clyde gets it. It's fair. Clyde gets it. He was a rat ape. Congratulations, Clyde. I can't... I'm not... You win this I time. I can't clap. I'll clap for Clyde. Fuck it. Damn right. Dunstan was... He's undeniable. Dunstan was fucking robbed. He's undeniable. Um, next category. Most annoying movie. There were options. <laughs> um, starting from the bottom again. We have Rocky. Excellent pick. Frozen. Excellent pick. <laughs> Krampus. Excellent pick. <laughs> Those gingerbread men sucked. The Kid. 
excellent pick. That movie annoyed the donkey fuck out of me. I think that's my vote. Nomadland. Excellent pick. <laughs> Dunstan checks in. Mediocre pick. Vanessa. But this is a personal preference thing. I think she would have been more annoyed by the kid. Probably. But she didn't vote for it, so whatever. But our winner, High Fidelity. Fair. Man, there taking home two grannies. The only award they deserved is the negative grannies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. High Fidelity. All right. What a mistake. <laughs> On our part and theirs. Uh, next category. Best use of the word fuck. This one was tricky. This one was very tricky. So tricky that our last response, somebody just said IDK. Why didn't they uh, say IDFK? Yeah, exactly. Missed opportunity. Um, Nick Cage and Mandy. Does he say fucking Mandy? Uh, I, I'm sure he does at some point. I can't recall. Guess we're going to have to watch it again. I'm not sure that he does. Because I thought... Why not? I, I scoured my brain thinking about what I was going to vote for. You ripped my shirt. Yeah. You ripped my shirt. Well, because I was yeah. checking. I was like, did he say you ripped my fucking shirt? No, he didn't. Nope. I literally no, thought didn't. of that line. Um, The next one is mine. From Whiplash. I will fuck you like a pig. <laughs> I am upset that Whiplash did not get any more votes at all. But that's only because... Okay, we do have one more. Uh, your terminated fucker in reference to child therapy clients. So that was us um, saying fuck. That was us saying it. Was <laughs> someone's thinking outside of yeah, the box? Yeah, because that's a Terminator really like that. one. Yeah, and we said that about <laughs> Terminator two. <laughs> no, we said that about your clients. <laughs> <laughs> your terminated your child, fucker. Your child therapy clients. That's how I say goodbye to all of them in our last session. Mm -hmm. That's how you broke the news. But but our winner in a, a variety of responses, we have any use in Pulp Fiction, uh, Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction, then why are you trying to fuck him like a bitch? That's mine. That was a good one. And nah, man, I'm pretty fucking far from okay from Pulp Fiction. Let's so just give Pulp it to Fiction, Jules. Uh, Jules's wallet wins. Uh, <laughs> he's constantly saying it. That wallet. I think we're going to give it to Jules. Um, he's got a litany of um, fuck lines delivered. He did a great job. I Pick mean, one that's your favorite, and that one we'll wins. go from there. He just weaves a fucking tapestry of fucks. Like, it's it's a fucking Rembrandt painting of fucks. Like, Boy, it's it's unbelievable. What a performance. <sighs> what a performance. Uh, Jules wins, everybody. Jules wins. Thank you, Mr. Jackson. Samuel L. Mr. Samuel L., thank you so much. Um, next category. This is our award for unexpected awesomeness. There we go. We had a lot of responses here. Get Out. That was, was unexpected. Unexpectedly awesome for somebody, though. Uh, Dennybot. Hey, what up, Joseph? Dennybot 3000. Thank you for standing Dennybot 3000, Joseph. It makes me happy. We all love Dennybot. We all do. We need to reactivate him. <laughs> Yeah, he's charging at the moment. Uh, funny games. Thank you, whoever. I think that was me. Ah! That might have been me. 
I <laughs> I told you how to experience the movie, and I was right. Yep. Well, um, it was also one of those that was like, if this were that good, people would be talking about it more. And so you like keep expecting it to like fall off a cliff, and yeah, nope, it was just that good, <laughs> like the whole yeah. way through. Just nobody talks about it. Yeah, even though there's two of them. <laughs> um, next up, someone said the Lego Movie. Maybe that's in reference to the song. I don't know. Yeah. Everything is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Treasure Planet. Oh wait, that might have been mine. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I thought it was gonna suck. And then it doesn't. I loved it. CJ CJ would disagree, but, yeah, you well, know. what are you going to do? I'm going to make his ass move to another state. That's what I'm going to do. That'll teach him. That'll teach him. Him and his lovely family. Um, the next one, I think, is mine. Frankenstein, 1932. Yeah. I was totally not expecting to have that good of a time with it. Uh, next... Art of self-defense. Somebody had the opposite opinion of somebody earlier. <laughs> and our last one was Forgetting Sarah Marshall, at least the first time I saw it. Mm. Um, all of those had equally just one vote. So is there any standout winners for Unexpected Awesomeness? I mean, for me, and I guess this is just inherently subjective because... I expected awesomeness from all of the ones that I'd already seen and liked that were mentioned. Um, mm -hmm. I've got to go with either Funny Games or Treasure Planet, just because I hadn't seen either, um, and I didn't expect either to be as good as they were. Like, I was expecting, like, because you picked Funny Games and hyped it up, and I was like, oh, it's probably, like, a neat meta hidden gem. And then it ended up being one of my, like, favorite movies I've ever seen. Like, it's, like, so fucking yeah. good. Um or Treasure Planet, you know? Like, I, I just assumed that it was, like, Atlantis, which I think is aggressively mediocre at best. Um, and I was like, <laughs> I get it. You were all 11 when this came out, and you liked it, and I didn't see it then, so I won't like it now. Just leave me alone. And then I, like, the, I was crazy about it. I really was. Yeah, but the main character has the boy Rachel haircut. He does have the boy Rachel, or the Sean Hunter. <laughs> I don't know. What do you got, Greg? What's 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 yours? Um, I mean, I brought funny games to the table, so it's hard for me to call it a surprise or like a unexpected awesome time. Yeah. I got to but I understand why it would be that um it's unexpected and I think a lot of people on Facebook and everything were talking we're talking it up like, "Oh yeah, like no, this is actually legit a great movie." I think a lot of people got a lot out of it. I, I want to give it to Frankenstein, but it's hard to, you know, you th I just think of that as a classic that lives up to the hype. I think I want to give it to Funny Games as a not classic that exceeds any hype that you can give it. So I'll give it to I'll lean more towards funny games if that's where you want to throw it. Hell yeah, let's go funny games. Funny games, congratulations. Yay! <sighs> Expect your granny in the mail. Alright. Most disappointing. Very open-ended. <laughs> I hope no one voted for me. 
Uh oh. <laughs> um, at the bottom of our list, we have Rocky. Fair. Very, very fair pick. I like it. Uh, Blair Witch Two. Yes and no. Maybe in the year two thousand, it was very. Yeah, when it when it came out, it was probably just a huge letdown. Like, what the fuck are they doing this for? <laughs> this is terrible. Um, I like that pick as, you know, just kind of thinking about that movie coming out, especially what it came after. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. Fuck, I hate that movie. Fucking wretch. Um, (laughs) Next up for most disappointing, The Art of Self-Defense. Someone fucking hated that movie. Somebody really hated that movie. Name yourself. Identify yourself in the comments. Uh, Response 7. That's I can only see that. <laughs> but I can look at the other questions and find a common thread. Uh, but we're not going to do that. Next up, we've got the later Matrix movies. Yeah. Excellent pick. Yeah. Yeah. Just all of them. Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry, buddy. Denny's Morgan Freeman impersonation. Did my parents vote in this? No, they would have just voted Ooh. Denny. Was this you? Did you vote for that? No, 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 no. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. You know what? Fuck you. Guys. I rather. Fuck all of you. I'm Morgan Freeman. It's great that you came here to accept your reward. Do I win? <laughs> no, you don't win. Cool. Uh, we had a couple votes for high fidelity. I think that was probably mine. I think that's what I voted for. Uh, I Denny. That was both of us. God damn. We we both said high fidelity. I can't believe they beat me for most disappointing. That's a horrible movie. Yeah. And you had a hand in the vote. Uh, <laughs> I feel weird giving the award to something both you and I picked, but we both also, you know, like I said earlier, we both watched all the movies. Yeah, we had to sit through this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and High Fidelity, um, we really were like, yeah, what a great pick. Oh, we were fuck. we were excited to watch it. Yeah. Um. I mean, like the person who picked it apologized. <laughs> like, on those grounds, we're giving it to High Fidelity. Don Denham wrote a very sincere apology for picking it, and we read it on I, the air. I read that, and yeah, very heartfelt. <laughs> um, accepted, but point still stands this is winning most disappointing now whoever voted for my morgan freeman impression needs to say they're sorry response four make yourself known uh, <laughs> high fidelity is sweeping the fucking negative awards this is what sucks man i want to give it like more you know i don't want to just pump it up even more and like keep talking about it no press is bad press and such yeah um, on the opposite end of most disappointing, our next category, biggest surprise. Also very open-ended. My parents once um, called me the most disappointing surprise. The biggest surprise <laughs> is Denny's level of disappointment. <laughs> um, sorry, bud. Um, we've got Last Action Hero pretty solid one. Hell yeah. Um 
Brink. Sorry. Brink <laughs> being so good. Brink was good. That was me. <laughs> um, Hank Hill impersonation. Thanks. Well, we just separated Thanks, the guys. boys from the men in the impersonation category of this podcast. <laughs> I think that's what's going to be called a deep cut. Um, <laughs> now, Bobby, I've got to go accept something called a Grenny Award. Uh, <laughs> I want you to... <laughs> All right, I'm done. Um, next, Pig being a drama about loss. That was my vote. That was a big surprise. I did that was not a great see that movie. coming. I thought it was going to be just this like D tier John Wick ripoff with lots of yelling. It completely mm -hmm. caught me off guard. Oh man, what a great movie! Wet Hot American Summer, the first time. Yeah, that was a so like the first time, the first time this time person. It, yeah, yeah, that's a shock. Uh, somebody said Hot Rod because it still holds up so well. Yeah, it does. That didn't surprise me at all. I knew it was timeless the moment I saw it. <sighs> yeah. I have a lot of thoughts about it. All of them good. Go back and listen to that episode if you want to know them. Um, coming to terms with the fact that Terminator 2 was the beginning of the end for the franchise. We convinced someone? We convinced someone. Oh my response, god, I'm so... Response 5, thank you for being so receptive. I'm so touched by whoever listened oh my god i'll take you out to dinner i mean it identify yourself and i'll buy you dinner or a beer i'll buy you a beer then you'll buy you dinner there we go waterburger is you know the most expensive we'll go well, yeah we're not fucking rich. Uh, we're not sponsored <laughs> that's right mm -hmm. if waterburger sponsored us though game changer <laughs> um uh do you have a winner here uh, biggest surprise? I mean, I'm, I'm standing by my vote of, of Pig being a drama about loss. That was completely unexpected. I feel like I wasn't exactly sure what I was getting with going to get with Pig going into it. I think, like you were saying, I was expecting like a lesser John Wick kind of movie, and I got like a well-thought movie about like empathy and understanding god damn what a good movie but i don't know my vote was for brink being so good but i don't feel comfortable with calling you know that what? well i say we give it to hank hill because it always catches me off guard oh <laughs> well i'll be a son of a bitch <laughs> hank hill has won a granny Hank Hill. Hank Hill has won a granny. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you for that vote. That that means a lot. It's it's the impression I'm I'm most proud of. It's really good. He'll be back, don't worry. Alright, next category. These are our big three. These are the ones that required an answer. You couldn't leave it blank, folks. We're in the big worst. Place picture worst picture everybody said something different <laughs> all right we've got mvp fuck you 
fair. Poop. <laughs> Response nine. I appreciate it. Frozen. I like where your head's at. That, that wasn't me. Blank check. Oh, come on. Mm. Come on. Well, someone's against pedophilia, I guess. Don't scoff at that. <laughs> uh, Blair Witch 2. Great pick. Night Screams. Truly awful. Yeah. Ginger Dead Man. I think that was me. No, that was me. Oh, shit. I think yours was Night Screams. Matrix Revolutions. We watched worse. It's not a good movie, but we watched worse. I kind of liked it. And last, Fuck Art of Self-Defense. Jesus Christ, a running bit! <laughs> oh, I love this person. God. I think that I, I think that was Will's. Um, so we've got MVP, Poop, Frozen, Blank Check, Blair Witch 2, Night Screams, Ginger Dead Man, Matrix Revolutions, and Fuck Art of Self-Defense. Uh, Frozen Poop. Frozen Poop. Oh, there's P that didn't freeze. Oh, That's shit. the problem with that movie. That's true. Go back and listen to it. Um, how do we decide? We can rule out Poop and Art of Self-Defense and probably Matrix I'm not, Revolutions. I'm not voting in MVP. So what if we rule out those three, what are our options? I already forgot. Uh, Ginger Dead Man, Night Screams, Frozen, uh, Blank Check, Blair Witch 2. I'm going to go with Ginger Dead Man. Ginger Dead Man. That was fucking awful. And that was your vote, so I made it two votes. That is my vote. I feel a little bit bad for letting Night Screams off the hook, but... Dude, Night Screams was... Damn. Like, more of an actual movie than Ginger Dead Man. Yep. yep. There was more fun to be had. Uh, Ginger Dead Man wins it. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I'd say Night Screams had more believable acting, and that's really hard to say. <laughs> An all-time performance from that staircase. Um, <laughs> I think he said that joke a couple episodes ago. Uh, <laughs> congratulations, our first... Worst picture Granny has gone to Ginger Dead Man. Yay! Clap, 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 clap. Clap, 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 clap. Best picture. Best picture. We do have a tie on this oh, one. Shit. But we'll start from the bottom like we do. Uh, our poop responder has provided us with peep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you. That that wasn't one of the ties, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Two people voted for Peep. I would give it to it. That's right. God, this whole thing would be a farce. Uh, somebody had Mandy. Mm. Love it. Great mm. pick. Somebody said, probably get out. Is that advice, or are you saying get out? <laughs> Uh, The Sixth Sense. Fair. Somebody tried to double dip here. Muppet Christmas Carol, comma, get out. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> it's only going to Muppet Christmas Carol. 
which is a great pick. Yeah. Both good picks, Both good but picks. you only get one, so the first one you said, Bump a Christmas Carol, that's your vote. I like it. Uh, but our tie is between Pulp Fiction and Whiplash. Ooh. Hoodoge. You can't ask me to choose between those. Mm, we're going to. Uh They're both 50s on my Critiker. Mm-hmm. I have Whiplash two points higher than Pulp Fiction, but this is still tearing me, you know? Pulp Fiction's just undeniably great. Man. Whiplash, I just, I get more out of personally... Well, it's it's also an incredible movie, but I think like it's more of a personal pick. Yeah, and uh, apparently the same for others as well. Um, with it being up here in a tie for first, that's such a it's such an apples and oranges comparison to me. You know, like yeah, I love them both so much. Um, I'm gonna say Pulp Fiction. Not because of anything that is wrong with Whiplash, but because there are things in the category of cinematography, narrative structure, and just general vibe and feel that I think are riskier that succeeded. Um, mm. And that's not to say it's better than Whiplash. I'm saying that if you had to choose between the two and you had to make some sort of criteria for it, mm -hmm. I think that Pulp Fiction took more risks as a filmmaker. You know, like from a filmmaking perspective that paid off more. Yeah. I will remind you that Whiplash was filmed over the course of just like a couple weeks. Oh, shit. Um, John Watson's I've... dad also arranged Whiplash. Yeah, ooh, yeah. Uh, we, are we gonna go with our? I honestly forgot that. <laughs> We're gonna go with. I, I I could never forget that, but like, it didn't. It's didn't. It's not influencing my argument. I mean, I wouldn't blame us for being homers. <laughs> yeah, but for the second best Watson musician, the first best wrote the. Critically Being acclaimed, junior. award-winning podcast theme song. The second best one did, you know, Whiplash. Oh, no. We haven't given him an award yet. He gets an award every day when I wake up and think about what a great guy he is. I'll be sure and text him that next time. Um, I, oof. I might leave it up to you, honestly. Like, what do you... You've said what you're thinking... But are you ready to make a choice? You can't do that. Sure I can. You know what? I'm leaning more towards Pulp Fiction. Alright. I... I love watching Whiplash. But there are times where I'm not in the mood for it. Mm. I can put on whip whip sorry. I can put on pulp fiction anytime despite it being like what 30 minutes longer 
and just have an absolute blast. I'm always in the mood for Pulp Fiction. That is an excellent point, and with that, I think it goes to Pulp Fiction. It's, Best it's picture. Be Pulp Fiction. Best picture. Oh, man. I'm surprised nobody said Silence of the Lambs, but... Um, I don't think my... anyone was listening yet. <laughs> that was on the first episode. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They turned it off after like ten minutes into our Nomad Land discussion. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame them. Um, yeah, my my entry was Sixth Sense. Mm. I'm a little disappointed. I'm the only one that said that that movie fucking rules. It does fucking. Rule. I I gave it. I gave Sixth Sense my vote over Whiplash, which is why I kind of am leaning more towards Pulp Fiction as the tiebreaker too. Fair, but damn. That was the unexpected awesomeness award winner. I should have said that. Was uh, Sixth Sense? Yeah, fair. Yeah. I thought it would be good, I wanted... but I didn't think it'd be incredible. I didn't think it would be one of the top eight best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> Shit, dog. I'm telling you, man. I think uh, I said it when we talked about it. I've only got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, yeah, nine movies that are 39 or 40 Damn. and one of them is six cents wait till we talk about alien um <laughs> yeah pulp fiction's our winner pulp best fiction picture. wins best picture pulp fiction wins redemption for picture. the 95 oscars or 94 whatever it was forrest gump you didn't even get nominated pulp fiction just took it <laughs> I'm sure Quentin Tarantino will be very, very vindicated. Oh yeah, he's thrilled. Yeah. Love you, Quentin. Um, <laughs> stop saying that word, though, buddy. You know which one? It's your favorite. You know one. which one? Coffee. All right, next category. <laughs> Best episode. Ooh. This is our final category. We asked people what their pick was for the best episode of Movies for When was so far. So far. Ah, only for this year. You had, uh, what is this, 27 options? 27 options. You had so many to choose from. And guess what? This is the least close category we had. <laughs> But we'll still start from the bottom. Uh, best episode. Your mom's. Was that our peep voter? That was our peep and poop individual. Oh, these pranksters. I'll get that Bart Simpson. Um, <laughs> retro sci-fi. Really? I like that. I like that pick. Nice. Thank you. Uh, the Nomadland one. The first episode. Yeah. It was all downhill from the... there, baby. I think this is also the same person that put that one in as most annoying movie because they used all <laughs> lowercase. So I think Will said that. Will liked that first one. Um, actually, that one actually has two votes because one of our other ones is when you want to start a podcast. Nice. Which was episode one. OG fans. I got to listen to that one again. Just be like, remember what we were like. It's all the same shit. Just the microphone situation yeah. changed. Um... Music, but not a musical. That was a pretty good one. Was it another pick? That uh, was um, 
Whiplash a little bit of a discussion. Country Bears. I'm no, Country Bears was what Disney. Country Bears was. What was our third one for music, but not a musical? Um, shit. I don't even remember. Uh, I can tell you. Yeah, oh, uh, Spinal seconds. Tap. This is Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah. That was dude. a good episode. Two-thirds of it was great. We talked about Whiplash forever, though. Um, next, we have When You Want to Give a Movie a Second Chance. I think somebody agreed with my takes mm. about Silver Linings Playbook. And we know that somebody agreed with my Being. takes about Terminator 2. That's true. Someone did. And we appreciate them. Dinner's on me. Beer's on me. Together, we're having a great time. But the runaway winner... Movies for win. Episode number... Hold on. 18. Movies for win. You're having the worst Halloween ever. Yeah! Wins in a landslide. Yeah! That was my Boy, vote. does it. That was my vote easily. So much fun to <sighs> record. It's... I usually listen to our episodes back, like to try to improve and just kind of give myself some notes. But that one I listened to back more than once for like my own entertainment. Yep. I love Dude, that. Same episode. exact thing. Really proud of it. Same exact thing. Um, I, I re-listened to it mostly because our podcast is too fucking long <laughs> and I need to, and I need to kill some time uh, while I'm working. And it's the same thing where it's just like, what can we do differently? How did I talk about this topic? How does Denny's audio balance? It makes me like better at <laughs> making the show, listening to it. Um, but yeah, that's that's one that I've gone back for the content alone <laughs> more than once. Yeah, <laughs> love that episode. Um, if I recommend, if I like tell friends or coworkers about the show, I'll just be like. Start with this one. You'll have a good time. <laughs> and the rest, just pick a movie or two that you've seen and listen to that episode. Yep. Pretty great. Um, thus concludes the first annual Granny Awards for these categories. Yeah, but there is one more thing we have to do. There's one more thing we have to do. It's in the induction ceremony. I'm not going to try to sing along. That's right, folks. The Movies for Win Hall of Fame is empty at the moment. Nobody's here. There's no posters on the wall. There's no movies to be found. There's no employees. There's not even there's a not even a, There's not even a building. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fake. But listen. It's time to add to this empty hall. Fill this hall with movies for all. Or just one apiece. We have one vote apiece. We are going to each pick a movie to induct into the Movies for Win Hall of Fame. Yeah! Reasons are open into interpretation for both of us. Denny has his reasons, I have my reasons. 
And we haven't talked to each other about our movies. And we haven't talked to each other about it at all. If we pick the same one, only one goes in this year. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Denny, I'm just going to go ahead and let you go first there, buddy. All right. What is your... Who who are you bringing into the hall? Who are you enshrining, immortalizing into the hallowed halls of fame for movies for when? So I went uh, I went with this as my kind of standard. Not what's the best movie that we watched, but what I was trying to think about movies that were significant to the podcast, like movies that mattered to movies for when that inspired a good discussion. And the choice was just so painstakingly clear, Greg. It's Frozen. The Trust. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I went with Frozen. Um, the most fun I've had in a long time was discussing that movie with Greg. Um, it is just such a fucking weird, shitty movie. Not the not the 2010 one. The 2013 one? Or when? when wait, the 2010 no, it, one? The, it is the 2010 not, one. Not Elsa. I thought you were about to induct Disney Pixar's Frozen. <laughs> A movie we did not cover. <laughs> no, uh, not not. Uh, it's there's no there's no trolls, uh, just wolves, just wolves. Um, I don't know. Do I need to say anything more? I've I just Frozen's my pick. Dude, I'm so glad you picked it. Um, I wanted to pick it, and exactly for the reasons you were stating, it's significant to the podcast. Mm -hmm. We just we had a clear winner for best. Uh, best episode for the reason <laughs> of that movie. Yeah. Um, special love again to the We're Watching podcast for making us watch that load of horse shit. <laughs> um, revenge is coming. <laughs> um, be ready. <laughs> I sounded like Papa John. I've watched 30 <laughs> shitty horror movies in 28 days. <laughs> That's just me every Halloween. Why are you so greasy there, buddy? I should bathe more. Look like you're under a heat lamp. Um, it's more about Papa. Yeah. I'm trying to remove that movie from my vocabulary. <laughs> uh, these are some deep cuts. All right. Uh, <laughs> just quit talking to myself here. Um... Continuing our induction ceremony for the Movies for Win Hall of Fame, my my gut was the same as Denny's. I didn't want to just pick the best movie that we saw or something that Denny and I both loved or even I just personally love. Otherwise, Mandy would get in, mm -hmm. no questions asked. But something significant for this podcast, what I think gave our podcast its personality our dynamic as friends and as podcast partners is really just shown through none other than the country bears. Yes, I was going to be so upset with you if you didn't pick it. <laughs> Buddy, the country bears is in the hall. Put the poster up next to Frozen's because baby... <laughs> podcast defining cinema <laughs> also i like that movie <laughs> stop pretending it was because of the podcast it's your favorite no movie. <laughs> I mean, just, just like 
you open my Blu-ray case for Mandy, and there's the country bears tucked in. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's the country bears. It always has been. I think you knew it was going to be. If it wasn't Mandy, I knew it was going to be country bears. Those I thought you might have picked Frozen too. Yeah, I I was thinking about it. Um, I had both in mind as we were going, which is why I made you go first. Cool. <laughs> because I thought you might have picked Frozen, but I wasn't sure if you were going to, like, decide on Pig or, you know, like the fly or something. Maybe something a little more Denny-centric, mm-hmm. but I'm glad we had the same mindset going into this. And uh, we picked two winners. Dude, honestly, I was going to do the same thing. Like, after you had me go first, I was like, shit. I wanted to pick Country Bears if he picked Frozen. <laughs> we both had the exact same mindset. It's what was meant to be. Country Bears and Frozen. Welcome to the hall. Uh Man. I'm I I gotta like I gotta get the movie posters. And just like hang them up. I've I've got a <laughs> You probably saw it in the pig video. I've got movie posters behind me of 2001 A Space Odyssey and uh, Alien. Oh, man. Hanging next to those belong Frozen and the Country Bears. I'm, uh, I'm so seeing if I can God. find them on eBay. Uh, we'll worry about that later. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> this has been a wonderful first calendar year of podcasting. What started out as a, yeah, we should, hypothetical, whatever um, conversation between Denny and I has really just turned into something I look forward to doing every week, something I look forward to making, an excuse to watch a shitload of movies that I either (laughs) don't want to see or never would have seen or never made the time for. Hell yeah. This has been an... Ah, just a ton of fun for me and Denny to spend time together. And like we said from the beginning, it's a shock that people even listen to it. Yeah. It's amazing. Blows my mind every week. Thanks December, for listening, guys. Th- thank you so much for listening, guys. December has been our biggest month as far as like downloads. Dude, that's we, that's what's crazy to me is that we keep growing. Like when our numbers were initially kind of positive, I was like Oh, our our friends are showing up for us. That's nice of them. And I assumed they would drop off when people got bored with it. And yeah. they're growing, and that blows my mind in the best way. Yeah. I mean, people will definitely come and go. It's, it's fucking three and a half hours long sometimes. Like, I get it. <laughs> people are going to be like, I don't have time for this bullshit. I'm going to go listen to uh, <laughs> Joe Rogan or whatever. Uh but yeah, just the fact that you guys keep tuning in week after week and just new people keep coming on board has been absolutely ridiculous. You all win the Grennies for best audience. Hell yeah. You guys all That's get a Grenny. Right. You're an you award-winning audience of an award-winning podcast. <laughs> Boy, are they. Uh, Denny, there's one last award to hand out. And that's the granny for best catchphrase. Man. I'm not going to thank anyone because I know I'm going to leave someone off. So I'll just say, for Greg Work, the legwork Johnson, I'm Denny the Talent Taylor. And this has been the first year of 
Movies for when? We already told you when. And we all say, Oh, well, I never was there ever. A cat so clever as magical Mr. Mistopheles. Bum, 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 Oh, well, I never was there ever. A cat so clever as They spend three minutes singing that song while Judy Dench is getting pushed off a boat. Like, it takes... Oh my god, dude. Like we cut we cut from her like in danger and like about to be murdered and then there's just like well maybe we can have an idea and then sing about it. Fuck off. Fuck cats. 